Hey, hey, my, my, podcasts will never die. Oh, I just died. Um, Hey, gang, welcome. I'm not dead. Very much alive because there's a lot to do today, a lot to talk about. This is the Harland Highway Podcast. I am your host, Harland Williams. And uh, what a what a shoe, what a shoe, what a shoe we have today. Um, we're going to be talking about going to the doctor's office. We all have to do it, so you're all going to be able to relate to this. Not fun. Um, and I think I think we need to talk about it. Maybe talking about it will help make it easier. Who knows? Um, and then another uh, a, a command performance by the Queen of England. It looks like uh, we have her on the line again today. She's going to be calling in to, to discuss the uh, the scandal, the topless pitcher scandal. Um, and uh, I don't know why she calls us about it, but I guess she likes this podcast. She must listen to it. So the Queen of England, and uh, she'll be calling in during the podcast. And then a very strange fish story. You'll you'll never believe what they found inside this fish. And uh, it's going to be creepy, weird, and funny. But that's what it always is, because this is the Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. All right, let's get this sucker going, huh? You're causing a major disturbance on my time. It's the Harland Highway. What's up, brah? If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? <laughs> I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the hell do you think you're doing? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. This is your fucking wake-up call, man. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. In 30 seconds, you'll be dead. I'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes. Wow. Welcome. Welcome to the Harlando Highway. Um, hello, hello everybody. Uh let's start today's show with a very weird story, man. I know you guys like the weird and I like it too. So let's sit around the campfire and have a weirdo communal wacko story um so how about this some dude this summer uh was doing some wakeboarding in ohio in uh, idaho okay he was out on a lake somewhere wakeboarding around and uh i guess his fingers his hand got wrapped in a in a rope that was uh you know entangled with the with the boat and uh, this rope tightened so much and it was going so fast that uh, his his fingers, like four of his fingers got severed, okay? And they fell in the lake, all right? Um, so that in itself isn't that weird. It's kind of tragic. But check this out. On uh, September 11th, a man named Nolan Calvin was fishing on the west side of Priest Lake when he caught a large lake trout. As he was cleaning the fish, he found what appeared to be a severed human finger, according to the sheriff's office. Um, And they say they don't know how long the fish actually retained the finger in its digestive tract. However, it was noted that the finger was in remarkably good condition at the time of recovery. 
The sheriff was particularly impressed. The guy said, you fall asleep in your bathtub or hot tub, you come out and your fingers are all puckered up and prune-like. And this finger wasn't like that. <laughs> so apparently they put this finger on ice, uh, this guy that, that caught the trout with the finger in it. He turned it over to the deputies who were able to get a good enough fingerprint to trace it back to the guy who lost his fingers. Apparently the fish had swam about eight miles away from the scene with the finger. Uh, the sheriffs offered uh, this guy his finger back, but the guy, uh, and this is a quote, he said, uh, like, uh, I'm good. <laughs> so can you imagine, first of all, losing your fingers, you're out having a little fun, right? That's got to be the worst. It's one thing if you lose your fingers in a bandsaw accident or your pl a plane drops out of the sky. But to lose your fingers doing recreational fun stuff, that's just that's not that's just unfair. Um so but worse than that, imagine you're a guy out fishing, right? And you're looking to catch dinner and you catch a nice juicy lake trout and you cut her open and boy you see you get flipped off. How dare you cut me open, man? Boy, have the finger, dude. And there's a human body part. And right away you're thinking, you know, you got to go right to like Jaws, right? Like. Trout! Lake trout! Right? Now you're starting to think, are lake trout like. Are they man-eaters? Are they piranha? Are they like great white sharks? I, I can't go swimming in a little lake anymore? The, the worst I ever had to worry about was maybe a leech or a bloodsucker, and not, now i got to worry about speckled trout eating me alive, dismembering me piece by piece. Good night, Nelly Frittato, right? <laughs> And then imagine if the guy, like, somehow, like, missed the finger and it ended up in his, like, fish stew or he, you know, somehow it was carved into his fillet and he ate the guy's finger. All right, that's probably not very possible, but, oh, pretty creepy, man. What was the trout thinking? It's like, whoa, whoa, dude, look at that. Look at that worm over there, man. It's got, like, a nail on it. That worm's got like a that worm's got like a fingernail on its head, dude. Oh, that looks delicious. I gotta eat that worm. So there you go, man. We a weird story. Thought I'd start off with that. And is the show gonna get weirder from here? Oh yeah. You know it will. It always does. In fact, uh, in fact, uh, as a matter of fact, it's getting weird. It looks like Roger's holding up a uh, a uh, piece of paper from the uh, sound booth over here. And what's that, Roger? The Queen of England. She's on the phone again. Why? She wants to do a follow-up on the Kate Middleton naked picture scandal. Okay, well, I mean, we had her on before. It's kind of odd she's calling us. I know. It's, I think it's cool. It's a privilege, but it's it's weird. 
All right, put her through. Let's let's talk to the Queen of England, ladies and gentlemen. Here she is from Buckingham Palace. Uh, hello, Your Majesty. Hello. How are you today? Uh, doing doing great. Uh, glad to uh, have you on the Harland Highway. Yes, it's excellent to be here. Thank you so very, 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 very much. Well, Your Majesty, last time you were here, uh, you know, we we're in the middle of this scandal where uh, some paparazzi had taken some inappropriate uh, pictures of, of uh, Kate Middleton while she was uh, vacationing in a secluded villa with uh, Prince William. Yes, it was very disturbing, and we're quite upset about it still. Things have not settled back into normal, but we have figured out a way to capitalize on the situation. Well, uh, you know what? You got to do what you got to do. You got to you got to do the damage control, and yes, the situation. Well, okay, yeah, this the situation. Would you say it properly, please? I'm sorry. Would you say it properly, please? What? The situation. Uh, that's what I said. You've got to d- d- handle the situation. Your inflection's off by quite a bit. It's pronounced situation. Well, uh, 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 situation. A little better, please. Your Majesty. Do it, you stupid tinkle face. I'm sorry? That's right. You're my royal tinkle face. Now say it, situation. Uh, I'm ordering you, tinkle face, to say it properly. My name isn't Tinkle Face, Your Majesty. It is because I'm the Queen of England, and I can say whatever I like, Tinkle Face, and caca teeth. Caca teeth? That's right. Now say it. Situation. Uh, all right. Situation. Excellent. Now, now, as we move along through this horrible scandal at the Royal Palace at Buckingham Palace... Yes, Your Majesty, it must be traumatic. Yes, it is, but we've figured a way to turn it around into our, our advantage, you see. Okay, well, that's that's smart. And and how how are you, uh, you know, working this to your advantage? Well, we've realized that sweet Katie uh, has quite an excellent young virile body. Well, you know, without... Yes, I have to agree with you. She is... If you don't mind me saying, Your Majesty, extremely hot. Yes, she's quite voluptuous. As those pictures reveal, she's rather sexy and has quite the set of Buckingham bazongos. I'm sorry? Buckingham bazongos? What are Buckingham bazongos, Your Majesty? Well, she lives in Buckingham Palace. Yes. And she has great bazongos. Okay. You put it together and you've got Buckingham Bazongos. Okay, settle down, Your Majesty. I can hardly contain myself. Buckingham Bazongos. Your Majesty, please. I'm sorry, I got a little carried away now. I do get excited. Oh, my goodness. Well, how have you capitalized on, on the, if I dare quote you, Your Majesty, the Buckingham Bazongos? Yes, well, what we've decided to do is take Katie and put her in next month's issue of Hustler magazine. I believe it's American publication. Oh, Your Majesty, no. We understand that 
say sometimes she'll talk this pictures and we thought with Katie and her wonderful Buckingham Bazaar girls that uh, it would be a wonderful opportunity for her to rip them out, so to speak. Well, Your Majesty, they show a lot more than just bazongos. Oh, well, you know, if we have to show a belly button or whatnot, no harm done. <laughs> Your Majesty. Your Majesty, I got mixed up there. That's okay. That's because you want a tingle face. Your Majesty, please, you can't put your, your, your whatever you call her. Katie Middleton. In the Hustler magazine. Oh, it doesn't stop there. We've decided to introduce, since the magazine sales went so well, we've decided to introduce a blow-up doll. Excuse me? A blow-up doll, Your Majesty? Yes, it's called Inflaticate. Inflaticate? Inflaticate blow-up doll, and you'll have access to the Buckingham Bazongos and also the Majesty's Muffin. Ex- what? The Majesty's Muffin and the Buckingham Bazongos, and she will be in Hustler magazine showing her wild willy, wet and nilly, royal crackalack. Oh, Your Majesty, this you're going too far. And I understand Prince William will be releasing the Royal Plums and Playgirl magazine. It's a windfall for the royal family, you say? Your Majesty, I think you might be going down the wrong track. And I think you might be a fucking tinkle face. Now shut your fucking mouth or I'll have your head chopped off, you stupid dildo. Okay, uh, Roger, I think we got to hang up. Don't hang up on me, urine face. I will cut your head off faster than a chocolate-covered dildo. Hang up on her, Roger. She's gone berserk. What has she got, Alzheimer's or something? I do not have Alzheimer's, you snot-bag, triple-decker, fling-flack, fuck-a-lock. Fuck-a-lock? That's right! She's screaming for no reason, Roger. I'm the queen of England. I'm going to pull my teeth out and throw them in your neck like a kung fu karate star. Hang up on her. What in the name of holy hell? Roger. If you'd like to make a call. Has she gone senile or what? If you need help. Holy crap, ladies, that was the Queen of England, ladies and gentlemen. That was, that was in, what? Inflaticate? The Royal Plums, Her Majesty's Muffin? The hell, she's gone buzz. Hustler Magazine, Roger? What do you mean you're going to pick it up? What a state of affairs. Roger, go to a commercial, man. I got, I got to, I got to get my catch my breath here weird mom hmm? i've got to ask you something real personal hmm? do you douche i sure do but only with massive vinegar and water why massive vinegar and water that's what my doctor recommends for a naturally fresh feeling, only Massengill has two vinegar and water douches. Pure, extra mild, and extra cleansing when you need it. You'll see how clean and fresh Massengill makes you feel. Massengill, trusted by more women than any other brand. It's what my doctor recommends. Hello. Uh, speaking of doctors, uh, when was the last time you went to see your doctor? Oh, 
Is there anything more depressing and nerve-wracking and and uh, awful? And I'm not saying doctors are awful. Doctors are amazing. But to have to go see one, I mean, don't you just dread it? Don't you just dread it? You're just waiting for the bad news. You're waiting to find out how much time you got to live. You're waiting to find out you've got blood cancer. You're just you always dread the worst things, right? When you go see the doctor, it's like going to see death himself. It's like, oh great, I got my yearly physical. Great, he's gonna find a lump. Great, I've got leukemia. I just know it. I had a headache about a month ago. I've got leukemia. Here we go. Why am I even going? He's just going to tell me what I already know. Oh, I've got, uh, you know, colon cancer. Here it comes. Why do I put myself through this? Why do I even go? It's, I know what I got. I got a brain tumor. Right? You just think of all these horrible things. And then you get there and he's like, well, everything checks out pretty good. You're doing all right. Wait a minute. How's my blood pressure? Excellent. Uh, do I have any tumors? Not a one. Uh, have I got cancer? Have I got AIDS? Have I got SARS? None of the above. Am I a retard? Yes, yes, you do have that. Um, but worse than going to the doctor is, I got to say, I, I sometimes you have to go to a specialist. You know, ear, eye, nose, and throat, or, uh, you know, you got a blood work done, or you got a, you know, it's for your feet, or it's your ovaries, or whatever. And uh, I had to go to a specialist not too long ago, and they were up in a big building. It was like a high-rise that had, like, you know, 30 floors or something. Ugh, and it had the underground parking, so you get in the underground, and you, you shuffle to the elevator bank. And there's all these other people huddled around, and you know that they're sick too, or they're they're going for a prognosis or a diagnosis or whatever you want to call it. Like something's wrong, and some of them just look like hell warmed over, droopy shoulders, sad faces, hair loss, circles under their eyes, you know, that kind of stuff. Or someone's got a limp or a cane or a patch on their eye, and you're just like, oh, God. <laughs> Oh, I'm in the mix. I'm mixed in with all these people. Oh, I'm one of the sick. I'm one of the wounded. I'm one of the dying. (laughs) And you just get on the elevator with all these people, right? And they can be fine. You're You're just imagining all this stuff, right? And the building itself, somehow for the first time, you start to notice the smell of a building. You know, any other building you walk in, and unless someone's, like, cabbage soup stink smashes you in the face, you don't really notice. But when you go in those doctor buildings, those medical buildings, it's like, what's that? Is that antiseptic? What's that, formaldehyde? What What, what is that? Is that blood? Is that the smell of cauterated arteries, cauterized arteries or whatever? I don't know. I'm getting all excited. Oh, and then the elevator smells. It has all those smells. And then you take that slow ride up, and it seems like, you know, out of all the floors, someone's getting off at every floor. Like, it's always a milk run on that elevator. Ding! On this floor, twisted ankles. Ding! 
On this floor, twisted colons. Ding! On this floor, twisted donuts. Ding! And on this floor, twisted arteries because you ate too many twisted donuts. Um... So you take a long hell ride up. You're really depressed. You're thinking the worst. You're dreading it. Ugh. Right? And then you get into the doctor's office. And you're slapped with a whole new array of smells and odors and sounds. And worse than that, you got the waiting room. And everyone's sitting around. And nobody's happy. Everyone just looks like a whipped dog that just got pulled out of the rain. You know, they're just sitting there slumped in the chair. No one really makes eye contact. Nobody really smiles. You see all the doctors and nurses on the other side of the check-in counter. They're running back and forth, and you're going, Oh, gee, look at them. They're all healthy. They work here. They're just at their jobs. Look at them walk back and forth. Look at them laughing, telling office jokes, showing each other their lunches. Well, the souls of the doomed are sitting here on the other side of the counter, man. Waiting to take a journey across the River Styx or whatever it is. Or the River Hades or I don't know, that river that death paddles across in his death canoe. We're all sitting there depressed and thinking the worst. They're over there giggling, flirting. Sometimes you see the doctors flirting with the nurses and... You're just like, man, I remember when I was normal, when I was a whole person before I got sick. Someday I'm going to be on the other side of that partition, man. Right? So you sit there and you take in all that. And then they go, Mr. Williams. And they hand you a uh, they hand you a clipboard. Suddenly you're like a, a football coach on the sidelines. You got a clipboard in your hand with a with about 40 pieces of paper, like the, the playbook. Please fill this out before you come in. Like, oh, okay. And suddenly you're filling out like tons of paperwork, man, page after page with signatures and social security numbers and legal documents, right? you you got to waive your right to sue them. Suddenly you you, you got to be a lawyer to go get your swollen ankle checked. Right? You got to be a legal expert to have your deviated septum looked at. I came here for an ailment. I didn't come here to review a four page legal document that I don't understand the language to. So there's all that stuff. And then they ask you about your family history and you're checking stuff off. And I felt like I'm in high school with a true or false test. Do you or have you ever had leukemia? Check the box. Do you have cancer? Have you ever had tumors? Did you ever fart? Did you ever pick your nose? Did you ever drink water? Did you ever do this? I mean, check, 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 check. You know, I came in for a uh, a uh, a sore uh, back. But, you know, why don't you pencil me in for a sore wrist while I'm here? Because all this paperwork has given me carpal tunnel syndrome. Thank you. Good Lord. So you do all that, and then you go sit back down, and you wait, 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 and it seems like forever. And then that door opens. Mr. Smith? Mr. Smith? Mr. Smith runs in. It's like Pavlov's dog, right? You hear that door open. The nurse walks into the waiting room. Mrs. Davidson? Mrs. Davidson? 
you're like, oh, you get all excited and then you get let down again. Then finally, Mr. Williams, off you go. Then they take you down a maze of hallways into the back. You're winding through. You, you get these quick little peeks at other people in their waiting rooms. There's an old guy slouched over with no shirt on. There's a woman crying. There's a doctor having sex with a nurse. Wait, wait, go back to that room. And then you get to your own little room, and they sit you down in a chair on that paper on the the little table. Sometimes they make you disrobe. Ugh. And then you sit there. You go through another round of, like, anxiety, waiting for the doctor to come in. You know, that's like 10, 15 minutes later. So after all, all this nervousness, all this anxiety, they go, hey, first thing out of the gate, let's take your blood pressure. I mean, you're relaxed, right? Oh, yeah, I'm relaxed. I've just been uh, dealing with the manic depression and the anxiety of coming here for two days. I wasn't able to sleep because I'm so worried. Then getting here, I took the depression ride up in the elevator. I'm nervous enough. And now you're going to take my blood pressure? Yeah, guess what? It's really bad thanks to this. Bizarre. But then how about this? They do the exam and they're like, you know what? Everything's fine, Mr. Williams. You're great. Ah, la, 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 la. You're skipping out there. You're joking. You're like, what? You want my credit card? You want money? Sure. How much do you want? Yeah, you know what? Here's a tip. I know you're not supposed to tip at a dollar. Here, have 400 bucks. I'm great. I'm perfect. My health is fine. La, 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 la. I love this elevator back down to the garage. What a wonderful garage. Oh, I love this building. Oh, I love going to the doctor. Right? It's just a total flip-flop. So there you go. There, there, There's my perspective on, on visiting the doctor. I, I hope it's a lot easier for you than it is for me. I have a feeling at the end of the day we're all pretty much the same. But, oh, oh, I wish I wish for our health we could be like, hey, man, have you done your, uh, have you done your uh, yearly trip to the candy store? Oh man, I got I gotta book that in. Yeah, I gotta I gotta book that. Yeah, man, chocolate, candy floss, popcorn, lollipops. Oh man, I better book that in. Yeah, I wish we could do that every year. So there you go. Hope this finds you in good health and uh, and that this uh, this show the this show hopefully we provide you for, with some laughs and that uh, that helps your state of mental and physical health. Because you know what, folks, if you don't ever want to go to your doctor again, just come here because laughter is the best medicine. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Keep on laughing. Um, and speaking of laughing, here's some ways you can keep the laughter going. Uh, As I've said on a few of the latest podcasts, there is a new uh, podcast network called All Things Comedy. And you can now uh, get the uh, Harland Highway there. You can download it there if you want. And it's a great new uh, 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 internet page. Uh, uh, it's a uh, podcast community. It's kind of like the uh, funnier die for podcasts. And uh, it's myself and Bill Burr and Al Magical and people like that and uh, uh, Jake Johansson. Great comedians have their uh, podcasts up 
on this uh, new network, All Things Comedy. And uh, you can go there and uh, catch other podcasts. You can see video clips. You can uh, share in all kinds of comedy things that will definitely, hopefully, prolong your life and and, uh, new outlets for you to to find a way to laugh. So check that out, allthingscomedy.com. And uh, look around. It's brand new. It just launched on October 1st, and uh, we're real excited about it. Um, also don't forget my brand new app, my free app. If you have a cell phone, uh, go to harlandapp.com or go to, uh, iTunes or anything like that. And, uh, you can download this app for free. And, uh, a lot of the goofy characters from the Harland highway are featured on there. Uh, all kinds of fun stuff. Um, don't forget to visit harlandwilliams.com. Visit our, uh, our merch store, all kinds of presents for you. And uh, gifts to buy. Um, and uh, that's it, man. That is it. Thank you for being here. Be happy. And I just want to say to all my Canadians listening, uh, today is Canadian Thanksgiving. Believe it or not, my American friends, Canada's Thanksgiving is uh, earlier than the American Thanksgiving. So today is Canadian Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. And... Um, you know, maybe we'll play the Thanksgiving song just as a, uh, you know, I kind of do that every year as a uh, Thanksgiving uh, shout out. And uh, so there you go. That's our show today, Canada. Enjoy your uh, your turkey and all the trimmings. And the rest of you, hey, a great big bowl of chicken chow mein, baby. Baby. <laughs>